and welcome back to Morning Talk with yours truly, Worry. Thank you for joining me on my ride to work, as we do usually, on this beautiful Tuesday, beautiful and sunny it is. So, yesterday, the Toronto Raptors had their championship parade. Before I even get into the parade, I want to address something, something I just saw actually this morning. So, the Golden State Warriors, who lost to the Raptors in six games, took out an ad, took out a full-page ad in the Toronto Sun newspaper to congratulate the Raptors on their historical championship. Real classy move. Makes you uh, really, really look at a franchise differently. Uh, a great organization. That is a, a very classy, <clears throat> very respectful move by the Golden State Warriors. Just wanted to give them a quick shout out. You know, those are things like this that makes you look at an organization differently. How they run their operations, how they do business. And let's be honest. Maybe, uh, maybe it's a quick little uh, marketing tool to recruit potentially other players because one thing you do here when you hear Steph, Igudala, Draymond speak on the organization, they always speak about how they have the highest respect for the organization and the way they've done things and truthfully up until this playoff series where they've been plagued with injury they have been a model organization in the NBA so I just really wanted to acknowledge that this is not something you see happen often. <clears throat> you know, you can understand after all the work you put in, especially after all the run, the great run that they've had chasing a three-peat. You know, if you're feeling a little salty or if you're feeling a little sad, but what a great gesture on their part. It was something beautiful. Now, going back to the parade, so the Raptors had what appeared to be, I haven't seen reports confirming it yet, but potentially the biggest, biggest championship parade in North American sports. Now, in addition to this, they did break the record for the longest championship parade in, in uh, North American sports. So the Toronto... So, sorry, city officials put out a statement after the Raptors won their championship on Thursday, uh, on Thursday, just giving out details, of course, details of plans for the parade. And the parade was planned from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. So that's two hours and a half. However, this championship parade yesterday lasted just under six hours. I believe they said something like five hours and 25 minutes. I mean, god damn. That's a long time. And I can't help but feel like, because once they got to the rally point and made their little speeches, I can't help but feel like there was a bit too much alcohol flowing, maybe a bit too much champagne popping, and the guys might have been feeling a little loosey 
after being on that on the on the parade truck for five hours. I mean, two hours is fine. You can pace yourself, but when two hours turns into five hours, who knows? Everybody's speech from Kyle Lowry's to even Kawhi Leonard's speech was really short, and we'll get to that in a moment. But I want to give a, a big shout-out for the city of Toronto. They said two million-plus people came out, showed out, really came to support and celebrate this great championship run of theirs. Man, two plus million, god damn. Matter of fact, I contemplated going and uh, me and my roommate contemplated going and I remember telling him I was real disappointed that he didn't go because it was one of these things where, I'll be honest, I never had a chance to witness a championship parade. Really my fault. I did say that my Patriots next win, that's football. NFL, that is, the New England Patriots, that their next win, I would go to the parade. Uh, but now I make it a vow, should they win another championship with my man Tom Brady being 102 years old, I am definitely going to go to Boston. Boston is, what, only six hours away from here. I'm driving my ass there, and we're going to celebrate this historical seventh championship. <coughs> I'm sure you guys all seen it online, all seen it on Instagram, on Twitter. The celebration was amazing. It was crazy. There was sea of fans, just endless sea of fans. And you could see everybody basking it in from Larry, Jeremy Lin, Danny Green, Siakam. It was really good. Even Kawhi, Mr. Fun Guy appeared to have a great time and of course they were joined by of course Toronto's own Drake Drizzy Drake and uh, also I do want to give a big shout out Cardinal Official for those who don't know he's a Toronto artist musician rapper he came out with a banger what will what will I'm sure be you know the summer jam the jam for the summer in Toronto just a big a big song repping Toronto, the team, their championship run, and what uh, I think really embodied what the whole city of Toronto is really about. You know, we've talked a lot all year about how that team is so diverse. If you look at just the different nationalities on the team, and just the different backgrounds, it really was it fitting to see that they've won to represent a city that is so diverse in their culture as well if any of you guys have ever been to toronto you you will see every nationality there is it really is a it really is a beautiful thing to see now back to the parade now when they got to the rally point one thing i definitely want to touch on which i'm very surprised to see that it didn't make much more headline there was a shooting during the rally, during the celebration. Um, from my understanding, it was literally just, I don't want to say a few meters away, but it was really near to the, to the rally point. Now, at the celebration, 
You had the mayor of Toronto, the premier of Ontario, the prime minister, and probably and Kawhi Leonard, the hottest commodity out in Canada right now, and probably the most valuable Canadian in Drake. Want to give a big shout out to the broadcaster in question. Did a great job keeping the public calm. However, I was very surprised to see that with such, with such a, you know, violent incident happening so close by, that there wasn't a sense of, I don't, not panic. I was very surprised that we did not see some sort of security protocol in place to evacuate those that I just mentioned. As I mentioned, the Prime Minister of Canada was there. That's our head of state. The Premier of Ontario was there. The Mayor of Toronto was there. Kawhi Leonard was there, more importantly. And of course, the whole Toronto Raptors roster. But I don't know. I just can't help but think, had it been Donald Trump in the building, Secret Service would have would have evacuated them very promptly. So, I just really, just something that made me, you know, I didn't really know how to feel because at the same time, I think it was a great thing, a very Canadian thing for them to show that they were able to keep calm. keep calm to keep the crowd under control and I cannot believe this I think I forgot to bring my lunch god damn it well that's my morning but as I mentioned I thought it was really it was just shocking shocking a little bit but it was a great but in a sense I think it just it did send us a great message to show that even with the prime minister in attendance, not only did they have the confidence, but the trust that the police would do the job to protect and serve, but also act in a timely manner very promptly to secure, to ensure, I should say, the safety of the public, including these, these officials. Now back to the back to the parade again. We saw Danny Green get on stage. Had a great moment. I think he made his pitch to say, "Hey, if you'll have me, he'll be happy to come. He'll, he'll love to come back." Uh, I love his speech. It was really great. A lot of comic relief there. <laughs> saying that I'm uh, thinking his teammates saying that I'm sure they tired of him being a player coach. Um, yeah, I thought it was funny that he made that he made the statement to say that he didn't really help much on the court. I mean, come on, Danny Green brought his defense all year long, and we remember he had that one game, I believe, game three, where we went for six threes. So he certainly contributed, without a doubt. But uh, that was really good. Cal Lowry getting in front of the of the fans, I think, was a great moment for him, for the franchise, for everything that he's been through in these past seven years. And big shout out to Kyle Lowry for wearing a Studemeyer jersey. That's showing respect. That's showing his knowledge and his history of 
of the Toronto Raptors. That was a nice that was a nice gesture from him. Of course, the man, the GOAT, Masai Ujiri, the architect of this championship team. Got all the praise in the world. And of course he reiterated how Toronto how he wanted to win in Toronto. Of course, thanking his great staff and that they would win in Toronto. And of course, his vision came to fruition just this, just this year. Another great moment. Kawhi Leonard, of course, grabbed the mic. He didn't, t- he didn't say much, as I don't think any of us expected him to have a lengthy speech. Just really thanking everyone, thanking the fans, telling the fans to enjoy this moment. And of course, Mr. Fun Guy had to have the last laugh. All season long, we've uh, we've ridiculed, made fun of his famous laugh that he had while doing his press conference. I love his response. Once he actually got the time to sit down and talk about it, I love how he said, no, he doesn't think about this thing. It's just how he laughs. He's got a deep voice. And I mean, you don't really try to control when you laugh. So I always felt like the media was making more of it than they needed to. But it was a beautiful moment. We saw his whole teammates, even Mark Gasol, really kind of lose it when he did that. Aha, aha, aha. That was nice. That was really nice. Of course, shout out to New Balance for finally capitalizing on that board man gets paid. I need me one of those shirts that says boards men gets paid and I hope they're smart enough to start with to start some new some new lines with board men gets rings and hell board men gets parade. Right? So hopefully these will be coming soon. Never thought I'd be wanting to look for new balance product but shout out to Kawhi. One other thing I want to say that the uh, broadcaster in question that was ho- kind of emceeing the whole ceremony did a great job. You know, I'll be very frank. I'm not a fan of watching Raptors game on Canadian channels because of the broadcasting team. Now, I understand traditionally, if you've been following the Raptors, you really got used to these guys. It's really become part of the ritual. So it probably is hard to hear me say this. I'm a big fan of the TNT crew. The ABC crew, whether it's uh, whether it's Doris Burke and Reggie Miller, or Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson, Marv Albert, these guys are Hall of Fame in my book. They just make the experience so much better. Part of the reason why I prefer watching the games at home, to be honest, they they make it a whole lot more enjoyable. And when I listen to the Raptors games on TSN. Right with the Canadian team broadcasting, it's just a different vibe. It's completely different. Like it doesn't get me pumped. And every three is, they always have to mention that it's coming from a different province, different city. We get it, but I didn't come here for a geography class. I'm trying to enjoy the game. But, you know, again, just my take on it. But all this to say, big respect to him. 
He did a great job. I love the way that he introduced everybody. And not only that, he made sure to reference current current events that were happening on social media. Love it after Kawhi's speech, he hit him with the what it do, baby. Of course, referencing Serge Ibaka's Instagram live where he put where he, where he was in the back of what seemed to be a Rolls Royce. I could be wrong, but anyways, they're in the back of the car, him and Kawhi, and that was Kawhi's response. Uh, by the way, love fun guy. Fun guy is the thing, you know. Just yesterday, I was saying I need a, a better nickname for Kawhi. The men's a killer on the court, but I love Mr. Fun Guy. So that's what we're rolling with from now on. Feel free to catch on. Feel free, feel free to take it and run with it. I ain't mad at you. But a great parade overall. Uh, really happy again for the Toronto Raptors. I, I was very happy to see people came out in big numbers, showing their love, showing their support. Very sad that there even had to be uh, an incident to overshadow it. I got to say, uh, a lot of respect to the media. I mean, of course, social media, one thing nowadays is people only care about the negative, And, of course, people will be sure to share the negative. But I felt unless you went out and look and search for it, they did a great job, whether it's on the media or social media, to really highlight the parade, to really highlight the celebration, highlight the great moments. Drake had a moment where he was still on the on the parade bus in a CBC, CBC, which is the Canadian Broadcasting Channel. So a CBC reporter, which was on the ground while Drake was on the second level of the double-decker, somehow got Drake's attention, threw him the mic, which Drake caught smoothly, I might add. Drake caught the mic, had a little quick speech, and then finished it with the mic drop, which the reporter caught again smoothly. Must be that Canadian connection. That was just a cool moment. I'm not gonna lie, I'm really jealous for everybody who's been there. I would have loved to have been there just for the historical value of uh, of that event. You know, I love being part of things like that. Uh, it's a great story to, to tell your kids or just reminisce with friends just years down the line. So missed opportunity for me, but I'll be sure, I'll be sure to uh, to not miss out on many of those. Matter of fact, I remember I was watching it and I hit up one of my boys and I actually told him, I'm like, yo, next year, Fele goes to the finals and if we are to win, as I expect us to, I'm definitely taking that trip. So that's it for the celebration. Uh, I'm sure you didn't really need to hear me talk about it for 15 minutes, uh, but but yeah, you I mean you can see all these things that I mentioned really online. It was really a great celebration. Uh, again, not from Toronto, not a Raptors fan, but being so close to it all, the energy has been amazing. It's been a great thing to witness. Now I want to move on very quickly before I end this to uh, some NBA draft. 
I'll be frank with you guys. I'm not even big on the NBA draft, man. It's a long time. It's a lot of free research and a lot of guessing on potential prospects. Some guys really jump to your face when you see their talent level or their production in college. So, of course, we can't wait to see a guy like John Morant, a guy like Zion, see how they, their game relates to the NBA. But the NBA draft coming up this Thursday, I'll be sure to come back, give you a quick recap on the draft. I'm setting the expectations now. Might just address the top 10 drafts. I would have uh, stick around later had my Lakers had a, had a further draft. But of course, we know that's traded to the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm expecting a lot of trades. I'm expecting the Pelicans to try to move that fourth big. So don't be surprised if during the draft, you hear that that draft got traded away. It'll be interesting to see for who. There's reports out there that the New Orleans Pelicans are in talks with the Washington Wizards. Trade that fourth pick for Bradley Beal. I think that's really good. I believe Washington is looking to rebuild. Of course, we all heard the reports that they're going to go after Masai. I believe the... I believe it's a good pick for it's a good pick for the Washington Wizards if in fact they're looking to rebuild. And for the Pelicans, of course it's a good addition. I know there's a lot of teams right now that could that are in need of a player like the Bradley Beal, his shooting ability and his energy on the court, just his ability to score overall. So, including my Lakers, I I must add, but I think overall it'd be a good It'd be a good uh, trade for both teams, good asset for both teams. So it'll be interesting. Keep an eye on this. It'll be interesting to see what happened. I want to touch very quickly also on, while we're on the topic of the NBA draft, LaMelo Ball, younger brother of now New Orleans Pelicans star Lonzo Ball, son of, of course, the infamous LeVar Ball. So LaMelo went on TV yesterday to announce that next year he's taking his talents to the NBL in Australia. The NBL, I believe, is a professional basketball league in Australia. He's not the first high school student to do so. My apologies, I don't remember his name, but there's a very uh, a very uh, sought-out high school prospect who made that decision. It was really to the surprise of most that he was going to go to Australia and play. I like that move. I've never been a big proponent of these players going to the to the co- to the college route and not getting paid, especially when you see how some programs or just the NCAA as an organization kind of exploits their mar- their popularity and their marketing value. Zion Zion Williamson is a clear example of that. I feel like R.J. Barrett to a certain extent as well. But we've seen this happen throughout the, t- throughout the years. So I'm really not, not mad at that. I think it's a good decision. And at the same time, let's be frank, they didn't have a lot of options. I know there was reports earlier in the year that said LaMelo might go straight to the G League. But I don't think he really had much other options. Uh, the sad truth is his father, in a sense, put him in a situation where it kind of makes it hard for people to actually necessarily want LaMelo. And the problem is because they are right now in the light, 
with their Facebook show and of course with social media in all the all the eyes and cameras on them it really highlights LaMelo's immaturity and I think for a lot of people it might be a turn off however it can't take away anything from his game when you watch these kids highlights he clearly he's very talented I believe he's 6'9 now even taller than both of his brothers and plays the point guards has great handles great shooting ability appears to be might I say an advanced a better version of his older brother Lonzo I mean we'll see what happens with that but very good mood for him it'll be interesting to see what happens for him next year at the NBA level he did mention in that interview that he wants to be the number one overall pick it sounds to me like he's just you know reciting at LeVar his dad's words but again we'll see it certainly will make next year's draft very interesting so that's really all I got for you guys today uh, before I go actually I do want to touch on there's a lot of reports of course with the NBA draft coming up and of course with free agency starting officially on July 1st you know there's a lot of reports out and I know I haven't touched on some of the guys that opted out of their of their final year to become an unrestricted free agent we got to put this in perspective. When you hear a guy like Jimmy Butler decline his $19 million option, of course he's going to decline it. The man is clearly worth a lot more money than this. So it's one of these things where it doesn't mean much, especially knowing that the team can't officially sign him till July 1st. Now, of course, it would say something if the team would come out and, you know, just make it clear in the media that, in fact, they will be resigning him, sending a message. But... But that's not how, how things always work out. Of course, you know, some teams want to look at their options before they resign. From what I saw last year, uh, I'd be surprised if the Philadelphia 76ers are not interested in keeping Jimmy Butler and his services. I felt that he was probably the most important and the most impactful player they had on their roster during their playoff run. Short, but still good playoff run, losing to the eventual NBA champs. So... I'm not putting too much stake on that. There's a lot of players who have done so. I believe Julius Randle did the same as well. Uh, It's just one of these things where I don't give too much to it because of the simple fact that it means nothing as a lot of these players are just trying to maximize, maximize their next contract. So that's my take for today. Again, thanks for joining me on the ride. Hope you all enjoying. Uh, hope you all enjoying this. Really, just want to give you something to listen to, something to quickly debate. Uh, I was pretty proud of myself. Did a great job posting that last episode pretty quick. I expect the same. I'll, I'll be posting this very quick. Again, the Twitter is at war underscore i. Hit me with a follow. If you kind of like what you're hearing, 
share it, send it to a friend. If you know me, then send it to somebody. Just trying to increase my traffic. But expect this to get better. Uh, I'm working on getting the sound quality better. Just to bring you, you know, overall better product. But again, it's a journey. This only the beginning. More to come. I want to thank you all once again. Top of the morning. Deuces.